Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hey, let's go out to the uh, phone lines and welcome in Jason Timph. He's the host of Hoops Tonight on the Volume Sports Network. We've had Jason on a few times. Really like his content. Jason, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing great, boys. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk some hoops. Yeah, uh, well, let's start with the, with the Golden State Warriors. They're off to a 6-2 and two start. They've won five games on the road already uh, after just winning 11 last year. Uh, what do you see that's that's different, if anything, from the Warriors this year as opposed to last year? Well, a couple of specific things have been standing out. Jonathan Kaminga has been a lot better than I expected him to be this season. A couple of very specific ways, like he's kind of turned into a pretty reliable secondary scoring option for them. He has 17 post-ups this year that he's that have resulted in 21 points, including passes. So he's over a point per possession as a dump it down to the block kind of guy. You saw that last night in the Pistons game when they ran that late ball screen on the left wing and they just switched it and got the smaller defender on Kaminga and Steph just dumped it down to him. He just goes that little hook shot in the lane. Like that kind of development has been super interesting. I think it's, I think it's uh, a huge telltale sign when you see Kerr actually playing him more crunch time minutes this year than Andrew Wiggins. You know what I mean? And by having those two guys be viable options, because remember Andrew was out of the picture a lot last year, they're just more athletic, which is helping them to contend on the glass and defensively on the road. And then the Chris Paul piece, like it was, I think a home run fit, but there, there was a little bit of a concern early in the season with his ability to actually put the ball in the basket. And he kind of got that going a little bit last night. I think that's the, the one big question mark moving forward. You kind of saw that in that, you know, uh, twin rim protector look in the loss to Cleveland. They just need Chris to score the basketball. And, and that was an encouraging sign last night. But I would say, considering where they were last year, Warriors fans should be absolutely thrilled with where they are at this point. Uh, well said. I was one of the guys that didn't think the CP3 adjustment or him taking a role maybe coming off the bench was going to work out, Jay. But it's just been uh, beautiful music. Let me ask you about Andrew Wiggins, because I told my partner here in all the Dub Nation, I mean, for them to reach their, their ultimate goal – He's got to be what he was in 2022. Is it too early to panic or wonder, Jay, what's going on with Andrew Wiggins? I don't know. I think it's a little convoluted with how much opportunity the other young forwards have been getting. And I don't know about you guys, but it seems to me like Andrew's a little bit lacking on the confidence front. Um, Like you can see it specifically with him around the rim. He's going up a lot more timid that I'm used to seeing Andrew play. You know what I mean? Um, I think it, it, it's, I think it's probably just that convoluted nature of the rotation now, just as you've seen, you know, Gary Payton get so many minutes kind of at that swing forward spot, especially in crunch time. And then you've seen Jonathan Camino get so many of those minutes. And one of their best lineups this year has been basically the starters, but with Moses Moody in for clay, you know, so like they're, they're starting to lean so much more on those younger guys that I think it's kind of disrupted his confidence a little bit, but he'll eventually break out. And I agree, it has to happen because simply put, he was their second best player on the championship team. So they need that level of production out of him. 
Jason Timp joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's the host of Hoops Tonight on the Volume Sports Network. Um, let me let me ask you uh, a little bit about the the Warriors and and how they're going to finish games. Um, how do you think Steve Kerr is going to decide? I mean, I got to believe that you don't you don't. I mean, Chris Paul's got to play down the stretch. Curry's got to play. Clay's got to play. And Draymond's got to play. So who's going to be the fifth? And and how's that going to be determined? I think it'll be matchup dependent. Chris has been really sharp offensively down the stretch of games. He's hit a couple of big shots this year. He's very steady in terms of uh, as a decision maker. I thought it was kind of cool last night that you saw Steph trust him on that late post up on the right block where he hit that little face up jump shot. Like that's kind of a, a nice little addition to their late game offense that uh, Chris can kind of create his own shot a little bit. But at the end of the day, it'll be matchup dependent. Like so much of it's going to depend on whether or not they need size in that lineup. Um, one of the problems with uh, leaning on Gary Payton as much as they have, and by the way, their defense last night was much better. Their last two crunch time games, their defense has been better, but they've really struggled to defend in crunch time in their first few games uh, that involved those late close game situations. And a big part of that is just the aggregate size of those lineups. So there will come a point where they'll probably have to go bigger at times. And then that's going to be where it's interesting because if you want to keep Chris Paul in the game at that point, you probably end up having to take out clay, which just comes with its own uh, set of, of drawbacks, right? Especially with how well clay has been playing at the end of games. So it's a tough call. It's going to be based on matchups. I think, a big indicator is Kaminga playing as much as he has been in crunch time. And I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being the adjustment. It's just trying to go more athletic in the front court to make up for the lack of size in the backcourt. Jason, as we move forward, I know it's only eight games, but I mean, who wouldn't take six and two and Steph Curry playing at the level you just mentioned? Uh, can you share with us, maybe, I don't want to say major, one of your concerns for this team that you're, you're monitoring as they move down the road here uh, in this brand new season? So perimeter defense has been a little bit of an issue. That's been the part of their crunch time uh, defense issue, which is weird because when you watch the tape, it's like their main guys that have struggled. Like um, some of their best perimeter defenders, Wiggins and Gary Payton in particular, have, have kind of struggled a little bit late game containing some of the quicker guards around the league. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not worried about that in the big picture. To me, it's that offensive punch from the bench unit. Like, and again, specifically that Chris Paul shot creation piece, the, the Cleveland game was the perfect example of this. Every time they face a team with real rim protection that can sag off of their non-shooters, uh, specifically we saw Evan Mobley um, guarding Draymond and Kevon Looney guarding Jared Allen, and they just basically sagged back into the paint, right? Uh, or excuse me, the, the reverse of those matchups. And they're, they're just sagging back in the paint, which buys all sorts of leeway for the perimeter guys to push up on your three-point shooters, basically uh, straight up deny them the use of their screens, which forces them to cut back into all that rim protection. In situations like that, it becomes a heavy pick-and-roll offensive attack. Uh, That's basically your best way to get offense when they're packing the paint with rim protection. And in that case, we've seen Steph wear down at times um, when he's the only guy who can create his own shot. And so it's so imperative in the big picture for either Clay to step up and be more aggressive offensively in those situations or for Chris to show that he can score. Because to me, it's more about the matchups, right? Like this Warriors team is demonstrating right now they're going to win a lot of games. Their, their regular season engine, so to speak, is enough to win most nights. But mm. it's specific, specific matchups, specific rim protection lineups that can sag off of their shooters 
that's when they need that pick and roll shot creation. So I'm going to be watching Chris as a scorer all year. Jason Timp joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's the host of Hoops Tonight on the Volume Sports Network. The the one thing w- when I look at the, the championship warrior teams, when they had Clay Iguodala and, and Durant, I mean – those are three. Re- those were three great two-way players back in their day. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a chance that when when the Warriors go with with Looney with with Peyton Gary Payton the second, maybe even a Kaminga Sarich, that they'll have enough uh, offense as opposed to a balance that they had in the past? Well. This is where the Chris Paul thing should, in theory, help you. You just have to address it by adding size to the front line. Like, I specifically feel like the the pull-up shooting, the really tough shot making in pick and roll is what's going to hold them back offensively in the playoffs, right? It's not so much... It's not so much what Clay Thompson can do in the 82, and he's been somewhat passive this year, not as aggressive as I'm used to seeing Clay being. Uh, But we remember last year in the Lakers series... When push came to shove, they really could not generate a shot outside of, of, of Steph. And to your point, like, they're, those defensive lineups are doing well and they're going to be able to hold up physically in certain, in, in playoff matchups on the defensive end. It's can they score? And again, like, that's where I look at Chris. And, and to your point, like, 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 it used to be that you had three weapons, like legitimate weapons out there. It was in that 2022 season. Clay was shooting pretty well in that playoff run. We had Jordan Poole, bizarrely as a young guard, having a pretty productive offensive playoff run. Andrew Wiggins, like, remember how, like, reliable he was just with, like, rip through slot drives off the kickouts and, like, and, like, the, that, that matchup attacking and his rim pressure. And he was just a dead eye three point shooter in that playoff run. Like, they were just getting a lot of firepower out of those specific spots. So it really is about the guys in the locker room, namely Wiggins, Chris, and Clay. They just have to eventually get into their groove offensively. And that essentially is the difference between this team being a championship contender and something less than that. So tomorrow, Jason, we got a great game. I know it's early. No Jamal Murray for the Denver Nuggets, the defending champs. But how do, this, how do, how do you feel like this Warrior team matches up with the Nuggets? I think they match up well. The, the, the Draymond Looney piece is a really interesting defensive front court to throw at the Jokic Gordon Front court. I think, uh, I think the defensive end will be a little tricky on the perimeter, uh, just because of how well Jamal Murray and Contavious Caldwell Pope are playing right now. And specifically, Jamal Murray has the ability to kind of leverage his strengths against, uh, some of the Warrior guards, namely Chris and Steph. So, like, I- I'm curious to see how they match up defensively. I wonder if they're going to throw, um, uh, Wiggins on the, uh, on the Jamal Murray matchup, or if they end up putting one of the other guards on him, that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. The biggest piece is going to be defensively. They can stretch the Nuggets out enough. Um, obviously the Nuggets have a reputation of being a bad defensive team, but they're really not. And they're eighth in defensive rating to start this year. They've pretty much been a great defensive team since the playoff run last year. And so you have to be able to space them out and get them into rotation where your uh, quickness can be an advantage. And Steph is one of the few guys in the league who can do that and pick and roll, like actually force Jokic to come all the way out and consistently get them in rotation. So I'm just interested in seeing how the teams guard each other, specifically that front line for the Warriors against the Jokic-Gordon um, front court. 
And I really want to see how the Warriors um, uh, can stretch out Denver's defense with their pull-up shooting. Jason Tim, thank you so much for appreciate joining it. us. Really appreciate it, man. This is fun, guys. Looking forward to next time. All righty. That's Jason Tim, host of Hoops Tonight. You can hear that on the Volume Sports Network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.